Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this old, wet, nasty Tuesday morning. I am, uh, it's, uh, so be sure and grab your rain gear as you're heading out the door this morning. And uh, didn't know it was supposed to rain. I thought it was supposed to rain when they talked last night, maybe real early this morning. That's it, but maybe it'll clear up, get uh, pretty as the day goes on. But uh, uh, I, uh, but it's just, I feel like we're having some typical fall weather and i know a lot of people are excited about that hard to believe what did i read uh, the other day i forgot it's like uh, so many fridays till christmas i forgot it's like 10 fridays or so i can't remember now i was like holy cow i don't see possible but i love christmas favorite time of the year uh it's just it's it's just the spirit of christmas it's the uh, uh the family get-togethers uh the love that uh, is shown and shared that i wish would go throughout the whole year. And of course, my other second top favorite holiday is Thanksgiving because, oh, how I love to eat turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and stuffing. And my wife makes an incredible, I mean, incredible apple pie. It is beyond anything in comparison. In fact, uh, the kids back away and I usually eat the whole thing by myself. So, but uh, anyway, she, she she stuffs the turkey with the stuff, and of course, me and the kids fight over that. And it is uh, I go in there and pick at it while she's while she's cutting up the turkey, and they get tore up. <laughs> then mommy's in there eating at it again. But uh, I love it, love it. Of course, of course, and I love the family get-togethers there as well. Brandy's family has a uh, uh, good get-togethers, and uh, it's always good to see everybody there. But uh, anyway, um, I hope that everybody's able to watch. And listen to these devotions. Uh, of course, you know I upload these to my Apple Podcast, the Doc Young Chronicles, and uh, into YouTube. But uh, Facebook, I don't know what is going on with it. I almost feel I am being targeted. Uh, I don't know if it's because of my conservative Christian values. Uh, maybe it's just coincidence. I don't know. But that's why I have to have two accounts, and I've named them both the same, uh, Matthias Young, and then and, uh, for the nickname Doc Young. That way. Uh, you can still be easy to track me down. Uh, again, this morning, I was right in the middle of uh, posting everything like I normally do. And all of a sudden, just like it did on, uh, was it Friday or Saturday? It said, uh, it was Friday, I believe it was. It was Friday. It's Friday afternoon. said, uh, suspecting suspicious activity. Upload a picture. I immediately closed out of it and tried to go back into it, hoping I could get around it and avoid it. But it kept popping up and let me do anything. Did that under review, shut me back down again. So I don't know. You know, I have uh, my fighting for traditional American values page, which they've they've tried to uh, shut down. I was on uh, WJHL uh, talking about how I've reached up over two million people, and uh, they uh, all of a sudden they shut it to where nobody could see it. And every once you know, about it once a week, it's like it'll pop up, work pretty good for a few days, and it goes back down. So I don't know if it's because the administrator. Uh, where I'm the administrator obviously on that, that they're trying to shut it down so that I can't get access. They're just trying to cut it. I don't know. I, I, and it, I also don't know. It's just weird. Now, I know yesterday I got several videos saying, you know, one of those where people's emails been hatched is uh, you were seeing this video. Don't ever click on that stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know if somebody is trying to hack me. I don't know if Facebook's trying to target me, whatever the case may be. But anyway, all I can do 
is continue to try to get these devotions pushed out there, try to minister and uh, to uh, be an ambassador of the Lord as best as I can. If for whatever reason Facebook shuts me down completely, then I'll try to start a new one or go through my wife's or may have to go on YouTube or the uh, podcast. I don't know what to do. But anyway, just trying to give a little background as to what's going on today. And uh, hopefully these are going out. If you could help share these devotions uh, on your own timelines. Uh, so those who uh, would normally get to watch these are, are not able to see it for, you know, because of what's going on. It, it would help uh, help me uh, to get the word out. I'd appreciate it. So anyway, let's look at, I uh, went to the wrong side there. I know y'all don't want to see my finger. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Matthew chapter 18, 4, and uh, we're going to um, uh, dive into God's word this morning. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I don't even know what I was going to say. My mind just went completely blank on it. <laughs> Oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, always try to use your Bible as much as you can. And um, like I say, I have no problem with electronic devices, obviously. I wouldn't be on an electronic device doing a devotion. Uh, you know, I don't care if people use their phones or tablets in church when we're looking at Scripture. I have no problem with that at all. I mean, absolutely zero uh, having any problems with that. But like I say, I always say every morning, just use them Bibles. You know, don't get out of habit of using those Bibles to, to, be, to proficiently and quickly look up scripture, chapter, verse, and be able to look at these verses that we go through in devotion. Make notes in your Bible, highlight, underline, use those Bibles. That's what they're there for, so that when you're under attack, you can uh, go back and read on these, be like, oh yeah, yeah, here, look at these notes. I remember now what this was, and, and let it help you uh, in, your, in your daily battle, your spiritual battle uh, against the, the one who seeks to destroy us. All right, so we're going to bring this up in Matthew uh, 18, 4. And it says, uh, I can't even see it. Hold on here. Daggone it, I hit the wrong, trying to get fancy on you, and it is not wanting to work correctly. Let's try this again. Let's try this one to see if that will do a little fair, a little better. For those who are listening on podcasts, I'm trying to bring up the video and the verse at the same time. So anyway, it says, uh, this is working here. It said, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So I'm going to leave this up just for a second, and then, we'll, then I'll bring the video in a full picture so you can be looking at this. So we, we, when we see here, as we're bringing this up, whosoever therefore shall humble himself. Remember, humility uh, is one thing that will make us the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Humility is what Jesus did to be a servant, that uh, that under, under his, his humble uh, servitude that he gave his life for us so that we may live. It is humility that allows us to serve other people, to be, be used by God, that we think so less of ourselves, all right? It's not about, about being your own personal little whipping boy or you're just like, oh, I'm so bad, I'm so awful, and, and just and living under a sense of false guilt uh, that uh, that you think that by by having this false guilt that you it's going to make you uh, some kind of superior humble person. That's not what we're talking about here. It is humility that realizes that we are in need of a savior. All right, so uh, we need to be humble before God, and we need to think less of ourselves and more of other people. We need to be selfless, not selfish, and that's one thing that we need to see here. And you know, and when this when we're when the, if you look at this verse in its context. This was after the transfiguration, and uh, and and this was actually at the point where the disciples were trying to cast the demon out and couldn't, and Jesus had to go over there and cast the demon out, and and he, you know, he he, I don't want to say he, you know, I guess he rebuked them a little bit for their uh, lack of faith and uh, what they were doing, and then they started getting into this this heated battle as to who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, and uh, you know, and Jesus is talking about those who are humble 
will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We have to show that humility. We show humility that we are willing to come to God and say, you know what? I need you, Jesus. I need you in my heart. I need you to fill me and use me. I need you. I need total and utter complete dependence upon you or I can't make it in this world anymore. You know, that's showing humility. That gives us the ability to be molded and shaped and used for God's glory. And that's one thing, you know, we have such arrogance uh, and such pride and selfishness that uh, I think it drives a lot of people from accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And it affects a lot of people's personal spiritual walk because of selfishness and pride. And it's not that I've reached some uh, level of spiritual maturity that um, others have not, and I'm just always super humble. No, I have to pray about this every day. Is God help me to die of self. Help me to be humble. Help me to be selfless. Help me, you know, because I, because me, you, we are all born inherently selfish people. And we have to be on our guards and, and not to be prideful and selfish. It is hard to do. It's so easy to have that ability to, to be that way. And so it, it takes work to be humble before Jesus Christ. And uh, don't, you know, God's word tells us, don't let us think of ourselves far better than what we are. And I don't care how long you've been a Christian, if you're a new Christian, whatever, the devil knows our weaknesses. He knows how to get in there and he knows to affect the mind. And it is, it's so easy to be like, hey, I'm doing good. Look at me. You know, I'm I'm doing everything God wants me to do. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super spiritual now and, and uh, nothing can affect me. Well, Ed, you've got that attitude. You better watch out. Because uh, you're getting ready to get smacked down with some humble pie, brothers and sisters. I'm just telling you right now, that's what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, it, it, we have to be so careful. I think some people try to be so humble that their joy is robbed. That they're just, you know, want to be meek and mild. And, you know, hey, you know, we can be humble, but God don't want to start, you know, you know don't want you walking around like like some, uh, like uh, Friar Tuck on uh, on uh, uh, Robin Hood. You know, you're wearing a cloak with half your head shaved off and you're just... You know, walking around. Some people, some Christians, by looking at their faces, you would think that they are the miserable of all people, and we should be the happiest of all people. We need to be humble before God, but show joy and gladness that Jesus has taken away our sins and that He's willing to use us for His glory. And as this verse goes on to say, as this little child, the same is the greatest of the kingdom of heaven. If you look at little children, you know they they want to play together. They're, they're humble. They uh, they generally get along. Now, of course, you always have the rugrats out there that uh, are, are selfish and just rotten to the core and smacking the other kid. Mine, mine, mine. You know, but um, so, you know, he's not, Jesus is not saying you need to be like a little selfish child. He's not saying that you're not to have any kind of spiritual growth or, or any kind of mental or emotional growth that we're to act like children. He's just talking about, some, you know, that inherently a lot of children are, uh, or show humility and willing to work with other people and are, are thankful and, uh, and happy uh, with what is given to them. And like I say, you know, I understand that's, you know, not all children like it. You and I both know when you go into Walmart, you hear some brat screaming and squalling, you want to scroll, reach over and bust his little rear end. So, you know, we understand what that not all kids are like it, but in essence, uh, we see that most kids are, you know, despite what color another child is, and what status they are, their parents may be in society, kids will generally work together and play together. And that's what God's talking about here. Now show that humility. You know, don't think yourself too proudly. Don't think yourself better than what you are. And uh, and try to work with other people. And, you know, it's so easy, you know, uh, to 
show withhold forgiveness from other people when they've wronged you and hurt you and and trust me i have all people it's something i have to fight and work hard against uh to show humility and forgiveness i want to be as quick to forgive as god is quick to forgive me and not hold on to that grudge not hold on to that pain not hold on to uh whatever it is that they've done and just to let it go and not bring it back up because that's what jesus does for us he lets it go doesn't bring it back up either you forgive somebody or you don't that's showing humility that's showing that god you're in control. God, I want to serve you. God, I want you to be Lord God, King of my life. I don't want to have those grudges. I don't want to have that selfishness. I don't want this in my life. And I think it's where we all need to get to. And it's something I, I, I have, uh, the Lord has really worked with me on uh, within the last few years is to really give myself utterly and totally to God. It's so easy to withhold certain areas of our life. It's so easy to justify sin in other areas of our life and to and, and not really give our all to Jesus. And that's something I, I truly fight for every day is, Lord, help me to give my all to you. Help me to be humble before you. Help me to be a, a tool in your toolbox. Let me, Lord Jesus, to be used for your glory every day, every second. I mean, there's there's garbage that goes through my mind sometimes. I'm thinking, where does that even come from? And I'm just like, you know, Lord, help me. Control my thoughts. Help me to have self-control in every area of my life. And that's hard to do. But the only way we can do this and the only way we can be strong and the only way we be closer to God is showing humility. And when you show humility, you show it by going to God in prayer. When you go to God in prayer, you're humbling yourself before him and showing and, 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 and demonstrating who is totally in control and that you're bowing before God the Father. And that's why it's imperative that we spend that time in prayer, that we spend that time in the Word so that we can you be used for God's glory. And, you know, we get so wrapped up in jobs and our children and their, their sports and their activities and, and all these different things that, that goes on in our lives that we're juggling around that we are so self-involved in these different areas that we're not involved enough in the things of Jesus Christ. And then when the world, our little world starts falling apart, we don't understand why. And you start looking, well, I quit going to church. I quit reading my Bible. I quit spending time in prayer. I quit putting God first. Start making excuses why I couldn't go to church. Start making excuses why I sin and mess up. And the list goes on and on. And then you understand, yeah, now I figure out why the, my, everything is going uh, to hell in a handbasket. But that's why we have got to make it a point to make sure we have our families in church. And men, I talk, I'm talk. i talking to you. A lot of men out there being absentee daddies are letting their careers uh, rule their lives. And yes, we got to provide for our families. But you always got to remember, we have to put Jesus Christ first, family second. And as head of the household, our kids, our wives need to see our love for Jesus Christ to the extent they see us excited in reading our Bibles. And when they see that, they wow, you know, they, they want to imitate that. They want to see you in prayer and they want to see you as a leader, as a spiritual leader of the home to have your family in church. When you start making excuses not to be in church, then they justify excuses not to be in church. And that's why I think we're seeing this in the last days, this great falling away. Uh, we had a couple uh, come to church the other night and it, it was nice to see them there and I hope they come back said they would but they said it was a struggle for them because so many churches quit having Sunday and Wednesday night services that uh, they, they that's one of the reasons that drew them to our church because uh, there's so many churches don't do that anymore and I said well I'm determined uh, that I don't care if it's one person these doors are going to be open every Sunday night and Wednesday night if I sit in there by myself so be it but that's the problem. So many churches are caving uh, in because of lack of attendance. And people, we've got to demonstrate, we have to come together and show that Jesus Christ is first, humbly, 
coming for Jesus Christ and uh, putting him first. And we need to start filling our churches just as much on Sunday night, Wednesday night as we do on Sunday morning. It is so, uh, it breaks my heart on Sunday night, Wednesday night, and I don't see the turnout we see on Sunday morning. You know, and I'm just thinking, is is that all they want? Is that what it is? That so many people get just enough and then they go home, feel like they've done their just uh, duty and, and that's it? Uh, you know, I don't understand that. You should constantly want growth. You constantly should want more. I understand you have to work. I understand things happen and, and that, that's understandable. But there's a lot of people who stay home and they could easily come to church. That's why when we was on Sunday nights, we used to have our services at six so that people can get home in time to get ready for work or school, whatever it is, or have the rest of their evening to do what they need to do. So we need to make sure that we're putting God as a priority. We're putting church as a priority. And the only way you can do that is being humble before God. And those who are showing humility, all right, shall be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So let's be humble before God. Let's put him first. Let's demonstrate our love for Jesus Christ each and every day. Let's be excited for Jesus Christ. That's why when I get up here and preach, I try to be as exciting as I can, not as a facade, not a, not as, uh, you know, just putting on an act, but I truly love Jesus Christ and I truly get excited about the things of God. And I want, I'm, I'm hoping that through my excitement, it will get you excited. It will get you on fire. And that in turn will go out like a ripple effect and you'll go out in the world and you'll get everybody else excited about Jesus as well. And that's why I do this devotion is why I preach because I love Jesus and I want to share that with you. And I want you to start your day out right each and every day with anticipation and excitement that you're pumped and ready to go i i am the uh, like dad said uh, he's like a coach well, that's why i look at it. i'm like a coach i'm trying to get you pumped i'm trying to get you ready uh, for the day at hand realize you're going to be under attack realize the devil's going to attack but remember Greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. If God is for us, who can be against me? We are more than conquerors through him. And when you hear those words, that should empower you. That should excite you and be like, man, if God is for me, who could be against me? I can take on everything and anything as long as I've got God on my side. So you remember that. You be excited. And you go out and you tell others about the love of Jesus Christ and what he has done for you. And when you give that personal touch as to what Christ has done for you, it will, it will, uh, others will see that love and that passion and they'll want what you have. Thank you, Donna. Well, anyway, let's close in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for another day, another opportunity to spread the gospel message. And uh, Lord, be with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And Lord, let us always show humility before you. Uh, Lord, let us be used. Uh, Lord, let us uh, put you first in our lives, our relationships, and whatever it is we do. Let us do all things as if we're doing it for you, Lord Jesus. And uh, Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our parents, bus drivers, teachers, and uh, children as they're going to school and then get them back safely with any problems or complications. Be with all the prayer requests, prayer concerns that have been mentioned on social media, at church, uh, those dealing with uh, the loss of a loved one, uh, those who are dealing with um, uh, sickness or have gotten severe diagnosis. Uh, Lord, be with these individuals. Give them strength. Help them. Lead them. Guide them. And Lord, I just pray that uh, uh, you'll be with our active military, our police officers, Lord. Let them know that they're loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, just pray that you be with our president. Give him grace, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Let him seek you for all things. Pray for protection about him and his family. Be with this nation. Let people turn to you like never before and touch their hearts and minds. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
Well, guys and gals, hope everybody has a great day today. You know, uh, I pray for our president, and there may be people out there who may be offended that I do. Hey, whatever side of the political aisle that you're on, if you're claiming to be a Christian, a child of God, we need to pray for our nation's leaders, whether you like them or not. And it's hard to do. And if you don't like a, a, our, one of our leaders for eight years, I despise one of our leaders with a passion. The last thing I want to do is pray for him. But uh, sometimes you have to force yourself to do the things that uh, are necessary. Uh, but uh, we can't uh, neglect our duty as Christians to pray for our nation and its leaders. Whether you like somebody or not, that's something we have to do. But anyway, um, if you want to share these devotions, you got family and friends who you think would benefit from these. Of course, they can go to, uh, well, now I want to look. Uh, hopefully, they can still go to at Young77S. I need to check the um, the web address on this this account you're watching on now. Where the other one's been shut down. I don't know if it's temporarily or permanent. I don't know. So I, this may this address may have to change. But anyway, they can also do it at Doc Matthias Young on Twitter. They can watch the um, uh, live broadcast there. And also on the Doc Young Chronicles, Apple iTunes, uh, that podcast there, it's free. I upload the audio to that, and they can watch also archives, uh, listen to archived sermons along with the daily devotionals and the uh, interviews I do each week as well. And uh, always, if you are uh, if you want to watch our services live on the Internet or check us out online, you go to fibconline.com and uh, check uh, the church website out on there as well. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.